you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Lindsay, I know you had a breaking news here, but do you mind if I interject with this happily ever after TikTok about Father's Day? It's vaguely related. Father's Day content is so bad, and I know there's good Father's Day content, but did you see this Not TikTok? From celebrities. I know that there's I know it's all bad from celebrities. They don't know how to do Father's Day content. Eva Amari Martino posted a TikTok that said, split from my ex three years ago, but we have three kids together. So he's even included in family portraits in my home. This one I commissioned of me, my boyfriend, my ex, and my three kids all as our fave animals. And it's a photo of the Eva Amari Kyle Martino family with the chef Ian in the front as a bear. I think he's a bear. Did you see this? Her whole family's animals. I very specifically put something in breaking news that you wouldn't do this. And I know that you always get to do breaking news and I somehow never get to do breaking news. But this was to avoid you bringing up like Eva Amari Martino or something like that. Eva Amari Martino's, in my opinion, constructive co-parenting is about respecting your kids enough to respect and value the other parent. I'm just... What does that even mean? I'm just obsessed with her. She finds new... She's so weird. I don't even... I've actually transcended any sort of like disgust or annoyance with Eva Amari and now I'm just like with like I, admiration I, and I respect I just yeah. love I just love how singular she is so like, she this is so had weird. a so she said it's so nice how I can have my ex-husband and my new boyfriend in my family and to show you how great it is I commissioned a portrait of all of us as animals <laughs> And here I'm going to show it to you. And <laughs> you're saying that in this portrait, you can tell who she is. You can tell who the kids are. But you cannot tell the difference between the two men. You're like, who is the daddy and who that's, is the new daddy? That's you know? exactly what I'm saying. I mean, I have to because assume one that... daddy's like a bear and one daddy's like an ostrich. Like what you cannot <laughs> well, tell. Well, one daddy is a bear. I have to assume that that's her chef boyfriend from Connecticut. And the other one is in a baseball cap, which seems more like a Kyle Martino vibe. I think he's a fox, a polar bear. Um, perhaps a, a leopard or a cougar, maybe a puma. I'm not sure, but um, it's just so strange. She's so weird. She's so, she's so unique, and I and I'm more and more endeared to that. But this is terrible Father's Day content. Every celebrity's Father's Day content is bad, except arguably the Nick Cannon's Father's well, Day content. That's what I put as the breaking news because I was trying to lead you into a different direction, but you refuse. <laughs> To follow the schedule of the show. Well, you can't appreciate how good this is until you see the bad stuff like Eva Murray or perhaps this cursed headline, um, Zoe Deschanel pays tribute to ex-husband Jacob Pachenik and boyfriend Jonathan Scott on Father's Day. Like, it's all bad Why out there. pay tribute to your ex-husband and your current boyfriend if you can pay if you can get paid tribute to by three of the five of your baby mamas on father's day <laughs> nick, nick this headline nick cannon gets father's day tributes from three all caps of his baby mamas as he expects baby number nine with abby de la rosa while pregnant brie tc prepares to deliver number eight there's a lot of numbers here i do feel like we have to break down what all the numbers are yeah, in this yeah. headline we have eight kids currently yes. He is about to have nine. That's eight and nine. Yes. Then we have three. And then the number that's not on here is five, but it's important. <laughs> 
three of the baby mamas wished him a happy Father's Day. Yes. Out of five baby mamas total. So we're missing two baby mamas who did not wish Nick Cannon a happy Father's Day. Yes. One of those baby mamas who did not wish Nick Cannon a happy Father's Day, Mariah Carey. The other one... Alyssa uh, Scott. A girl named Alyssa. Okay. A girl named Alyssa. But the three other baby mamas, that includes Abby Delarosa, Brie TC, and who's the last Brittany one? Brittany Bell. Brittany Bell all wished Nick Cannon a happy Father's Day. And I'm just saying, I feel like that's pretty good odds. Like, the, the that's a pretty good that's pretty good. That's Three good representation. Five? That's really good representation. And we know that Mariah Carey is almost out because Mariah Carey really doesn't comment on Nick Cannon anymore. Mariah Carey's like, I'm done with this chapter of my life. Well, I mean, I would argue that whichever mom has the majority of children, like you need to have a high percentage. Mariah Carey still has a pretty high percentage because she's got two. She's got two. Yeah. Also, one of these women is about to have more of his kids. Mm-hmm. Brie T.C. is about to give give birth. And Abby Del- oh yeah, Abby De La Rosa is the one who already has kids with him and now she's pregnant again. Yeah. Yeah. She did She did comment. She said, Happy Father's Day, Nick Cannon. We are so grateful for you, Papa. <laughs> okay, but I do love that what I'm seeing here when I see all of these little notes is I'm seeing child support being paid properly and on time. I'm seeing presents. I'm seeing no complaints, you know? I'm seeing child support. I'm seeing the check cashing. I'm seeing, <laughs> you know... Uh, I'm seeing a shout out earned by support monetarily, you know, because he can't be there. He He's how too busy. which which baby did he spend Father's Day with? He's too busy. We don't even know that he did. Yeah. Maybe he said, "I'm abstaining from choosing because there are too many. I don't want to choose favorites. I'm around." It's, stre- it's so it becomes more stressful. I think at this point, you know, mm-hmm. this is I could I couldn't let this go to waste to a father who could use some help counting Happy Father's Day at Nick Cannon. This is Brittany Bell. She loves some like meme video that involved like math. And she goes, yo, you are hilarious. Best Father's Day gift ever. Crying laughing face. I love you. (laughs) Oh, my God. So he was at least spending time on Father's Day responding to the Father's Day content left by these women, which is something for as complicated as the familial relationships are in this family. Like there doesn't seem to be any drama. And I'm endlessly refreshed by it. I'm endlessly shocked by it. And I don't mean like you have to pay. I'm just saying there's not enough Nick Cannon to go around. No. So time-wise, you cannot possibly give enough time or give equal time or whatever to all these kids. So the the check is clearing, you know? Right. If and he can't, do all of his jobs. He has so many jobs. He has oh so many jobs. God. He doesn't have time to do all the traveling. So this is the Father's Day. You know, this is the Celebrity Father's Day content that we want to see. And everything else, not good this year. It's Sorry. It's so bad. This it's is honestly, good. the Monday after Father's Day, this was one of the worst uh, days for Who News in a very long time because it's all really bad Father's Day content. Right. And now from good fathers to uh, eh. Eh, father. Eh. I'm okay, okay calling him. <laughs> Nick Cannon's no, the good father in this equation. I don't know what you call Charlie Sheen, but... <laughs> He's definitely a father. I'm not calling him a good father. Right. Let's just say he's definitely a father. We've never talked about Sammy Sheen, have we? Maybe in passing. No, because I think we were like, kids, a kid, Charlie Sheen, Denise Richards, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But I did laugh at this because I just thought it was... It more of a, me- a media lull than it was like anything about this family, which, I mean, you can do your own reading into. But Sammy Sheen is the daughter of Denise Richards and Charlie Sheen. They have two daughters, I think. So this is only one of the daughters. Mm-hmm. And Sammy turned 18 and started an OnlyFans <laughs> promptly. Great. And one of her parents was happy and one of her parents wasn't. Was not happy. I can You can guess which one wasn't happy. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. But it is interesting because not long ago, Sammy Sheen was like, I'm leaving home because I hate my mom. So a lot of things going on here. Yeah. I mean, not long ago, as in under a year ago, she said, I'm right. sick of Denise Richards. I'm moving into Charlie's house. This is so much better. Right. And, and then now she's I think like, moved back. <laughs> yeah, and I think she was like, I didn't know what I had till I lost it. You know? Yeah. Then she went back and she was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Wait, none of these options are good, I think is what Sammy Sheen realized. Denise, how did you and Aaron keep up the daily sexcapades with four hernias? Did you at least take a break after your surgery? A short break. A short break. <laughs> well, now she's starting at OnlyFans, and like, I will preface it with, I don't know what's on her OnlyFans, nor am I going to look, but OnlyFans can be anything. I mean, it's not, 
I know there is like a reputation of OnlyFans to be pornography, mm-hmm. but it really can be whatever, yeah, whatever you want. Patreon, Patreon could also be pornography if you wanted it to be. You know what I mean? You're just like putting content on a protected platform. Yeah, find out what's on our Patreon at patreon.com slash weekly. <laughs> who had a, who, didn't Anne Heche had a very PG uh, yeah, we, OnlyFans. We were OnlyFans of it. We tried to subscribe and be your fan, and I was like, "Not enough like, porn on here." I'm it, kidding. It was like I'm a little kidding, sexy. It, it was a little sexy, it was, but it was more it of wasn't like sexy. At it was all. like comedy about porn, but it wasn't actually porn. You know, remember? Right. Yeah. Yes. So she. So people were asking questions about her OnlyFans. She wants to. Um. She wants to use it to show that all bodies are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, "Your dad and mom know you have an OnlyFans," and she wrote, "Yes, and my mom is extremely supportive." <laughs> and then all these like reports came out that like Charlie Sheen was like pissed mm-hmm. that she had an OnlyFans. Well, I hate the thing I hate about this is that this family went to Us Weekly and gave a statement to them. Like it's it there's something very dated about this and a little weird and depressing about the fact that like Denise goes straight to you Us mean Weekly. Charlie Sheen and Denise <laughs> Richards are dated in their media practices. <laughs> well Denise goes right to Us Weekly and says in a statement to Us Weekly, Sammy is 18 and this decision wasn't based on whose house she lives in. All I can do as a parent is guide her and trust her judgment, but she makes her own choices. And when asked by Us Weekly or when approached by Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen said straight to Us Weekly, she is 18 years old now and living with her mother. This did not occur under my roof. I do not condone this, but since I'm unable to prevent it, I urge her to keep it classy, creative, and not sacrifice her integrity. You know what that sounds like, though, to me? Like more of a I'm insulting Denise. More of a more of a cheap shot at Denise than at anything about her daughter, about his daughter. Oh, yeah. I feel like Charlie Sheen would go out of his way to insult Denise Richards. It's almost like I don't care what my daughter does, but she's living under her mother's. Mm-hmm. Like this is under her mother's oh, rule. Right. Like I would never let this. Like this is this shouldn't reflect on my reputation. Like this has everything to do with my ex Denise <laughs> Say it. for letting our daughter. Say it go off i'm just saying it feels like that's why i'm kind of like this is more between them than it has anything to do with their kid oh i kept expecting you to go this has everything to do with us because you almost got there (laughs) you almost got there um this is really Uh, funny to me because charlie sheen happy elvis week elvis is out this week we're seeing elvis as the listeners are listening we're seeing it on tuesday i can't wait and it has everything to do with this podcast (laughs) it has everything to do with this podcast I'm laughing at the thought of Charlie Sheen like going to a restaurant and ordering a burger and the server's like, how's your meal? And he's like, um, the meal's actually pretty good. Better than any burger my bitch wife could ever make. You know, like he would just find any reason to insult True. Denise Richards, even when she's True. not part of the conversation. And Denise went on, you know, Jeff Lewis's Ugh. cursed show not on again. Sirius or not whatever. Again. Like truly one of the worst places you can give comments talk and about the worst about vibes bad vibes oh, god we'll get just, back to him later i think he's later in this show to be honest more of him and she said but i i think it's very difficult raising teenagers now and and especially in los angeles when there's access to everything you know we didn't grow up with postmates and uber and this this and yes. this, where you know you have everything that you want um and you know there are certain rules, and I enforce them. I enforce them. Yes, and you know, there's and maybe different rules at right. that right. house, and that's okay. Yeah, uh, I think Sammy's like I got to move out of any both of these houses, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the only and the way that I'm going to do that is making some money. I think I can make some money and get my own place. Sammy, you need right. your own place. I think Sammy needs an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sammy needs to live in a different zip code. You know, I agree. Sammy, get off the family plan. Sammy, get off the family plan. Happy Father's Day to you, you know. Because the man who once created a personal harem of porn stars says of his 18-year-old daughter Sammy's decision to join OnlyFans, I do not condone this, but I urged her to keep it classy. Classy. He's pointing the finger squarely at his ex-wife, Denise Richards, saying she's enabling this behavior. Yes, Sheen thinks that since Sammy grew up in her mom's house, it's all her fault. But Denise says, Sammy is 18. She makes her own choices. Tuvalu. Tuvalu. Are you saying it? You're saying it correctly. Extra special guest judge, Tuvalu. We've talked about this on the show. We've had Collier doing Amazing Sweeties where people said things like, Tovlo them, Tuvalu who? Um, You know, things like that. It's not news to quote Tuvalu that her name is Tuvalu and not Tovlo. 
Um, we speak English in America, so when we see T-O-V-E-L-O, our impulse is to say Tovlo phonetically. But in Sweden, right. you say but Tuvalu. she was on Drag Race as a guest judge this week, and RuPaul respectfully introduced her as Tuvalu. <laughs> it kind of sounds like like the I'm doing in my head the cadence to as um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire with the cake on her face. Yeah, exactly. Tuvalu! Tuvalu! Yes. It's, not, it's nice. I, it gives me like... Mm-hmm. It gives me like a warm feeling when I say it. Mm-hmm. So everyone on Twitter was like, this is your name? Which is hilarious because part of Tuvalu's like performance, like in a music video opens with a Muppet, a, one of her big songs, a Muppet mispronouncing her name mm-hmm. and kind of them having banter about it. Yeah. But, uh, today we got a very special guest here, Tovlo. Uh, Tovlo. What kind of name is that? Swedish? Tovlo. 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 No, Tovalu. How about we give it the uh, American way of saying it and say uh, Tovalu? The American way? Yeah. The right way, you mean? Sure. You know what? It's your show. Call me whatever you want. She's over and over said, you know, it's pronounced Tovalu. Here's how I got the, the name. It's kind of a nickname. And in English, a lot of people say Tovalu, and I'm okay with that. I've been okay with that the whole time. I don't care. Like, there are, and actually to the point where, I don't know if you you scroll all the way down, I have like many, many, many YouTubes where I'll play them where she introduces herself as Tovlo as to not even deal with the conversation anymore. Yes. Hi, my name is Tovlo and I'm here to play Song Association with Elle. Hi, what's up? I am Tovlo and... Here's the story behind how I wrote Cool Girl. Hi, I'm Tovlo, and this is my guide to get over a breakup. Hi, guys, I'm Tovlo, and I'm about to play Would You Rather on the Fader. On the Fader. I mean, from her, like, introduction to, like, international audiences in 2014, she would say, hey, everyone, it's pronounced Tuvalu, but I don't care if you say Tovlo. She's been saying this since literally 2014, regularly, too. But that doesn't mean that she doesn't pronounce it differently herself. I think this is so funny because this definitely, this current spat, Definitely all goes back to Eve 6000 on Twitter, who is what a Canadian, uh, a Canadian uh, drag yeah, race. Yeah, just contestant. like drag race. Uh, it shows drag races impact, I have yes. to say, because you get a really nice big bump when you're on that show. A big viral tweet from uh, a queen on Canadian drag race who the way that this is written, which is that's how you pronounce Tovlo Tuvalu. Um, I think a lot of people were initially clowning RuPaul for assuming that he had mispronounced oh. pronounced Tovlo's name. And then they as were As in quickly, a who is she? Yes. As in, yeah. Because it's but so like, easy on. to clown RuPaul. So it's like, oh, here's RuPaul getting something wrong. This sure. old man, like, getting it wrong. And then you have Tovlo saying, Tuvalu saying, this is not news on all of her platforms. And then the right. same cycle that has happened probably every nine months. <laughs> I know. Once again happened. I love her music. Have you heard her new song? It's so fucking good. She's reaching, it It seems, she's kind of reaching a breaking point. After doing this for eight years, I think that this was sort of the last straw. She's like, can we please not do this again? That's the tone that I'm getting from her latest content. She's really sick of it. The Swedish way is Tuvalu. Tuvalu. The... International way that I embraced is Tovlo. So you can think of it as Voulez-vous? Tovelu. Voulez-vous? Tovelu. Voulez-vous? Tovelu. So that's that. But I will still answer to Tovlo. I say it sometimes to make sure that people know what the fuck I'm talking about. Me. But, you know, keep the discussions going. It's interesting. Molly Mae Haig is traveling again. And it seemed like she wasn't going to make her flight, but everyone can relax. She made her flight. She got to Italy again. I'm so thrilled. She ate her pret-a-porte porridge in the in the lounge. You can't give away the ending that she got there. Like that's so boring. Like we have to. You have to tell the story. Molly May is so famous in England now. She's definitely the most famous Love Island person. That she is getting headlines about every time she does anything, including getting stuck in airport lines and complaining about it on Instagram. It's actually. Shocking to me that the mirror is reporting about Molly May getting stuck in hectic airport queue at 3 a.m. amid flying chaos. Amid flying Just, chaos. And then they're literally connecting it to the idea that flights are crazy right now. Just like many holidaymakers up and down the country, Love Island star Molly May Haig was hit with a huge queue ahead of a flight this morning. So they're like using her experience to speak of the shortages, the staff shortages in the UK airports. Mm-hmm. 
And it makes it seem like she's not going to make it and she didn't make it, but she totally made it and everything was fine. She was fine. She was fine. I love this. She even ate a porridge at Pret-a-Manger. But thankfully, Molly Mae was able to make it through the queue and to the gate on time. After tucking into her hearty breakfast, Molly Mae boarded her flight just after 6 a.m., posting a snap on an iPad playing the movie Shrek. She told fans, set up. <laughs> what the fuck? I love her. Well, I do she, love her. she and um, what's his name? Tommy Fury travel all the time. Yeah. So they you know. do. They're influencers. That's mm-hmm. like what they do. And they went to Dubai. This was before they got to London. Spoiler alert. They went to Dubai and she got kicked out of a club for vlogging, for her vlogging <laughs> camera being in her hand. Well, Tom has just spent an absolute fortune for this bed. So what we're going to do is we're going to make the most of this bed for another 45 minutes. I'll make the most of it. I'm... <laughs> we're going to stay here for another 45 minutes and then we're going to go to the inflatable water park. Bit more, my scene. We have now left Cove. I <laughs> I'm not giving it a bad review. I'm not. That's not me. I don't throw shade. But we basically just got kicked out at the end. <laughs> basically, we were leaving because we want to go to this aqua fun. Because obviously, we'd leave a cool, vibey beach club to go to an aqua park because that just sums us up. But um, as of, as we were leaving, Tommy was just trying to like sign the check, the bill, and. Um, I had my vlogging camera in my hand. I wasn't even vlogging, I just had it in my hand. And one of the the security guards came up to me and was like, what if, why have you got that camera? Like, you need to leave. Like, why did they not check your bag when you came in here? How did you get in here with that camera? And then he like tried to escort me out because Tommy was like somewhere else trying to pay the bill. I was just sitting there like, what is going on? He was really shouting in my face and then fully tried to escort me out of the beach club because I had the vlogging camera, but no one checked our bags when we went in. No one said I wasn't allowed a camera. It was so weird. Um, he was like, you need to leave, you need to leave. Like, who let you in here with that camera? I gotta say, Dubai. Couldn't catch me doing anything there. It's interesting. How often do you think Molly Mae Haig is standing there going, what is going on? Molly Mae Haig can't go to a club in Dubai without her vlogging camera. It's like, what's the point, you know? Yeah. She like, needs it everywhere. what is the point? Do you think she'll enjoy Italian food better this time? I mean, she's now there. She's there currently now. Oh, they were buying a... I just hope that she gets gelato that she enjoys this year, you know? Hand up if you've always wanted to come to Positano, she says. (laughs) Flashback to her eating gelato and not understanding why it's good. Or not understanding why everyone's saying it's good. I absolutely loved Venice, but one thing I will say about Italy in general, the food is actually shocking. So controversial, I know, but I've been a lot of times now to different parts, and I've tried a lot of different restaurants, and I'm always so disappointed. It's meant to be the home of pizza and pasta, and I really can't see how. Strange. Even this ice cream was grim. (laughs) I can't believe she goes back to Italy after this like declaration and honestly getting canceled for being like it, uh, <laughs> this gelato this sucks. sucks. I hate the being like Italian here. food in Italy sucks is like the the most controversial opinion I could think of. You know, going to Italy, coming back, telling your friends, do you have any tips? It's gorgeous, but please don't eat the pasta. It's a bad idea to eat the pasta. Or just being like it's overrated somehow. That's the most wild opinion ever i think that's the that's the most controversial opinion i've heard in a long time and i would be surprised by her returning over and over again but she travels so much that it stands to reason that she'd end up there eventually you know like she goes someplace new all the time she clearly went back right yeah we arrived in Tulum last night at around six o'clock. Just feeling so grateful right now. We're staying in the most insane villa. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. I hope you're all doing well. I've got chewing gum in my mouth in my mouth right now, and I'm red, very very hot. Um, we've just touched down in Milan. In the title, you will see that half of this vlog is myself and Steph going to Belfast, and I was going to do a whole vlog for that trip, but I didn't really get enough footage. But I still got like some cute bits and bobs that I still want to put out to you guys, as you can see. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. I hope you're all doing very well. So it's currently 10 o'clock in the evening right now. I am joining you from Parma in Mallorca. So I'm currently out here at the moment for a shoot with Beauty Works and I was meant to vlog all day today. It didn't happen. So Diddy recently released a new song which we're actually which will come back up later in this episode. What will is it? it? Yeah, what's it called? gotta move on that's kind of the key to this this is the key to this this post because this song will come back um and so and it addresses no see uh, alex fine would say diddy started this because diddy addresses his breakup with cassie in, in the, song. the song yes so i gotta move on 
Who is the guy who's it's a it's a featuring because he took it from someone that's the whole thing um it's bryson tiller in this song cassie is referenced cassie's husband goes on instagram and says happy pride to all my lgbtq plus friends attached is a charity that helps people who are in the closet and all caps gotta move on along with other Wait, resources i'm sorry what charity he links to lgbt.foundation i'm sorry but this is the most like homophobic pride post i've ever seen I like. No, it's it's deeply homophobic because he's saying like you're in the closet. Like it's right. it's very it's cruel actually. This is so He's telling people who are in the closet up. that they quote got to move on. So because the reason for this post wasn't to celebrate queer people. The reason was to drag Diddy Call for out being Diddy. Right. allegedly in the closet. Right. So he posts Which has been this a rumor for a, for a long, long time. time. Right. This isn't new. Yeah. This is like everyone's yawning at this. So he posts this. Cassie does not. Whatever. This is like, oh, her husband's acting crazy. Okay. Moving on. There's more drama around this song, Gotta Move On. Because Gina V, who Diddy also used to date and we talked about recently, is mad that Diddy has released this new hit song. And she claims the only reason that he knows that this song existed was because she brought this song to his attention two years ago in 2020 before it was out because she, I guess, was new of Bryson Tiller or was friends with him. And she proves this on her Instagram stories by posting a video from like May of 2020 of her like getting ready. She's doing her hair in some way. And this song is playing in the background. But the pre-Diddy verse you know okay. right now it's... i wouldn't normally care about this but the reason why i included it from this post from gina v is because in the, in the jasmine brand article that's like going through her process of posting these like shady things that are like i showed you this song i need a finder's fee i don't think that's how like that's how music works but it says the mother of one went on to explain to her followers that a finder's fee is paid to someone who identifies for brought to the attention of or facilitated a business transaction between interested parties the reason why they're defining what finder's fee means is because Gina posted a screenshot of the definition of finder's fee. <laughs> well, she searched finder's fee, and then it said the definition of finder's fee, well, and she wrote, for all y'all dumbasses, lol. I think she was getting replies because she mentions finder's fees in her video, like part of her stories. And she must have like, what's People are like, what are you fee? talking about? What's a finder's but fee? But that's because you don't get a finder's fee for this reason, and that's... Maybe why people were like, what is a finder's fee? Because it doesn't make sense in the context of what you're saying. I think she may have just been annoyed and wanting to vent. I don't know that she was being super earnest and demanding a finder's fee, but I think she was annoyed that she know. wasn't getting any credit. And if he was like, oh, here's your finder's fee. You think she wouldn't <laughs> cash that check? Again, a finder's fee for this is not a thing, yeah. you know? I mean, there's so much money, like, exchanging hands and music. I don't know. I don't even know. I, I don't know who gets paid in these instances. I just enjoyed her posting the definition of finder's fee to her Instagram feed and writing, for all y'all dumbasses, lol. <laughs> for all y'all dumbasses, lol. Gotta move on. Gotta move on. Oh, my God. Speaking of gotta move on, we gotta move on to the 25 things you don't know about Jeff Lewis. Even his headline on this took me out. Jeff Lewis, colon, 25 things you don't know about me, parentheses, quote, I watch shark attack videos on YouTube to help me relax. This is like the psychopath test. You know that thing? You know the where you, yes. you know that test that everyone took at some point is like went viral and it was mm -hmm. like, if you answer yes to like all these things, you were a psychopath. You're a psychopath. Wait, let me look. Actually, I want to look at it. Should up we take it? Feel like. Are you a psychopath? <laughs> okay. Do you want to take the test? Oh, it's, wait. Oh, it's not that long. You take the test. Sure. Okay, ready? Okay, Here yeah. we go. <laughs> God. Most would most would describe me as charming and nonchalant. I can turn my charm on and off. I can turn my charm on and off like a faucet. Is this you? Somewhat you, or definitely you? Uh, maybe somewhat. Somewhat me. You think you're charming and nonchalant? No, it's not me. <laughs> Am I? I don't think I'm charming and nonchalant. I think I'm quite chalant, actually. We're gonna do. We're gonna do. Not you. Sorry, not me. I do what I want when I want. The moment of impulse strikes me regardless no, no, of what others no, want. No, 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 no. If something goes wrong or turns out badly, it's not my fault. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten into legal or criminal trouble as an adult, not just a speeding or parking ticket. No. Okay. I am easily the best at what I do, bar none. Nobody could ever take my place. No. I, no, come on. What? You don't think you're the... 
the best at podcasting? You you don't think you're the best at it? No. I'm going to say it describes you somewhat. (laughs) Well, that's very kind of you. I do whatever I feel like doing, and I don't care what others think, even if it's illegal. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) Oh, my God. You could do this for me. Every person for themselves. I don't see the point in feeling sorry for other people and having no desire to help others. No. I've gotten into legal or criminal trouble when I was a teenager. Not Oh, did you ever get into legal trouble when you were a teenager? Yeah, because... uh... Yeah, when I uh, I got into I got into legal trouble when I was a teenager because I w- I got drunk at a party when I was eighteen, and I got a okay, citation. Okay, so this for does it. count. I'm saying this describes me as somewhat. Somewhat, yeah. I have no problem or concern in lying in order to get what I want. No. Mm. You sure? Okay. What you think I lie to get what I want? Live in the moment is what is what I say. The future will take care of itself, and learning from your past <laughs> is pointless. It's <laughs> not me. Living in the moment. <laughs> you wish. Here's here's a real whopper. Here's a real good one for you. I never feel remorse, shame, or guilt about something I've said or done. <laughs> That's not me. God. Okay. And the last one. I'm I don't crying. see the point in taking on responsibilities of any kind. They just weigh you down. It's not me. I'm like I'm like tearing up. <laughs> this is not me. Okay, here are your results. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Bobby, you are not a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> you scored you scored two <laughs> out of 24 okay so jeff lewis however is a psychopath i i assume, I assume. right I he has to, to be we did that because that's the original psychopath te- test i would argue that jeff lewis's 25 things you don't know about me is the new psychopath the test. new psychopath so test if, you is, answer... if you answer yes to over yes. half of these 25 things i agree with you jeff lewis you're a psychopath i almost feel like we have to read all 25 because we just we pulled out a few but we need all of them Lindsay. i'm gonna do fine you're gonna take the Lindsay. you're gonna take the jeff lewis psychopath test okay how about this <laughs> oh my god what if i'm a psychopath okay <laughs> you're gonna take the jeff okay lewis psychopath test. okay he- okay do it okay okay one, I take two showers a day. No. No? Okay. Two, I repeat names, words, and phrases over and over to remember them. I should do that, but I don't but you do don't. that. Three, I fear heights, elevators, and being alone. No. Any of them? Oh, no? Okay. Four, well, you don't fear heights? Heights. Heights vaguely. That's yeah, fine. but Well, that's not, somewhat, not so elevators. that doesn't really count. Doesn't okay, really count. so okay. somewhat, somewhat. That's fine. Four, if someone parks too close to my car, I leave a note that says, quote, I hope you can fuck better than you can park. Okay, no, but I'm not, like, upset at the idea. <laughs> okay, but you don't no. do it. But you don't do it. No. Okay, Yeah. five, I honk at other drivers at least 14 times a day. Do That's, you... like, disgusting <laughs> to me. <laughs> okay. I hate honking. So you don't. Okay. Six, I sent a letter to my assistant's parents saying that I was going to legally adopt him as an adult. Did you send a letter to Timmy's parents? <laughs> I didn't, but I think that's a cute gesture. Okay, okay, but you didn't. Okay. No. Seven, I get up at 5.45 a.m. every day. That's psychopath behavior. I definitely don't do that. Eight. I think I'm going through manopause. I don't even get that joke, so no. No. Um, okay. Nine. I mean, it's uh, it's no, I get misogyny. It, it's, it's misogyny. It's not funny. You know, pretending to be funny. Okay. Nine. Right. I pay an employee to tell me repeatedly how good I look, i.e. hot, skinny, and young. Do we pay Timmy to do that? No. Okay. Ten. Well, he doesn't. If it, if it's not in the <laughs> it's not in the job description. 10. I can't be in a room that's over 68 degrees. No. Well, sometimes, but mostly no. Okay. 11. I watch shark attack videos on YouTube to help me relax. That's terrifying. No, you don't do that. Okay. 12. I've aged 20 years in the five years I've been parent to daughter Monroe. It doesn't really count N-A, but still. Okay. 13. Yeah. This is this really makes me want to throw up. My my drink of choice is a dirty vodka martini with blue cheese olives. I, I'm against the concept of blue cheese olives. I love a dirty vodka martini, but blue cheese olives really have no place in a drink. That's so Although gross. this is somewhat more normal than like I watch shark attack videos to calm down or whatever. Okay, so that's a no. 14. Do you have Let's a psychic? Let's get back to this. I have a psychic on retainer. <laughs> no. Okay, 15. <laughs> I never talk about my cats on dates. Well, you don't have cats. Doesn't count. I don't have cats, but I, I wouldn't. You so wouldn't. maybe I agree with him. Sixteen. I hate crowds. I don't mind crowds. Okay, okay. So that's like that's like two that you're sort of somewhat there with. Okay. This is where things really go off the rails. Seventeen. I have to sit in an aisle seat on planes because I'm afraid of getting sucked out the window. <laughs> okay. You love window seats. I, you know I love windows, but this isn't a reason why people sit in the aisle. It's a reason why Jeff Lewis does. Okay. 18. I don't think you have to wait until the third date to sleep with someone. Okay, this isn't this isn't this isn't the psychopath. How does one, that but... have to do with anything? Yeah. Okay. 19. I don't judge people who drink every night. I do. Okay, you do. <laughs> 
20. I weigh myself two to four times a day minimum. Oh, my God. That is horrifying. 21. I eat sushi four nights a week. Uh, you're going to give... That's another one that's, that's going to You've had give mercury yourself... poisoning once. You don't need it again. That's true. But that wasn't from eating sushi four, time, four nights a week. That was from tuna salad. <laughs> 22. 22. I listen to Christmas music year-round. This is... If you answer yes to this. Oh, my God. Okay, 23. I'd like to have more children. I'm hoping they'll be nicer to me than the one I have. <laughs> this is the funniest thing the man has ever said. <laughs> this is genuinely his funniest joke he's ever made. 24. My dream job is to scare people in a haunted house. Psychopath behavior. <laughs> and 25. I've already started touring assisted living facility. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is his problem? So this is like three quarters the psychopath test and one quarter not that interesting. But the part that's the psychopath test is is alarming. Right. I would say like, I would say over half of these if you said yes to your psychopath. Right? Definitely. I mean, I'm no psychologist. Yes. But right? Yeah. Y- yes. I am. Yes. I am. So yes, I, I think so. I'm just like waiting. Jenny Poulos, if, if you're listening, if you're a Who Weekly listener, please call in. And confirm or deny Jenny whether or not he's a psychopath. Jenny Poulos is in witness protection <laughs> and has been for years. When Jenny Poulos left his show and his uh, stopped being his assistant, she said, I'm I'm changing my name. My dream job is to scare people in a haunted house. Bitch, hasn't that been your job on Bravo for many, many seasons? <laughs> That's like the conceit of flipping house. Flipping out. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. You know he has a new show on Freebie. Not Freebie. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Freebie. Freebie. So I Wait, I thought Freebie was just like old stuff. Oh my God. No, they're doing new stuff. Freebie used to be IMDb TV, right? Now it's Freebie? Yeah, now it's Freebie. Freebie Jeff Lewis. What's it called? Hollywood House Lift with Jeff Lewis. Oh my God. Hollywood House Lift. In, Hollywood House Lift. In season one, Lewis will take viewers into the homes of some of Hollywood's most familiar faces, providing one of a kind home renovations for. I know he said Hollywood's most familiar faces, but this is so funny. Anthony Anderson, Fortune Feimster, <laughs> Lamorne Morris, Melissa Rivers. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Ashley Simpson Ross, Evan Ross, Rosalind Sanchez, Mira Sorvino, and Wilmer Valderrama. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're about to get very busy. Hi. How are you, sir? I'm Jeff Lewis. The last 20 plus years, I've been designing houses, remodeling houses, building houses. I've pretty much always worked with celebrity clients. I'm a fan of your work, man. My, my mother loves you too. When you're an $8 million buyer, you want it the way you want it. When I usually walk through a house, I immediately know 90% of what I'm going to do. I don't know about you, but I got the shoppies and I'm ready to <laughs> shop. Shoppies. Thank God it's Rakuten's Big Give Week. You get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ulta, Adidas, Doc Martin, Ray-Ban. I'm just naming the ones that I like, the, the brands that I like. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During the Big Give Week, May 6th through May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I just actually got some cash back. It's incredible. Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. They have 15 million members who are already saving. So join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. 
So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I changed the name of the segment from just Ruby Rose to Ruby's Rose News because there's oh. two there's two um, stories about Ruby Roses in the news this week. One Ruby Rose oh. with a Y and one Ruby Rose with an I. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is kind of shockingly cruel, even for the Daily Mail. They just posted this story. Whatever happened to Ruby Rose from winning over Hollywood on Orange is the New Black to burning bridges with her bosses and being nominated for, quote, worst actress at the Razzies. This is really weird. What happened to Ruby Rose is answered by the rest of it. They're just like, she flopped. And it's just a sort of timeline of her career. Well, they're also like, she has this stuff upcoming, but we're not impressed by it. You know what I mean? Like, it's very, the tone is like, the tone is like us being like, what happened to XYZ, looking up their IMDb and seeing that they're actually quite active and busy, but but we're not impressed by any of it. But we don't give a shit. So therefore, like, they remain in our what happened to bucket you know her recent per- her recent instagram activity suggests she is focusing on her personal life at the moment ruby is pictured at seven magic mountains las vegas in may she's also preparing to start an upcoming horror flick called the yacht alongside patrick schwarzenegger and frank grillo Ooh, he um, booked that before the staircase i'll tell you that <laughs> he's good on the staircase Good well, job. there was a moment, that's what I meant. There was a moment where Ruby Rose felt inescapable, mm-hmm. where she was like at every turn, at every corner. You know, you were always like turning around being like, not her. You know what I mean? Like when Taylor Swift was, she was involved with Taylor mm-hmm. Swift somehow. And like, she was, in, she was everywhere. She was the Batwoman, She was the baddie in a John Wick movie. She was the main villain in a John Wick she movie. She was that's in crazy. The Meg, which was one of the biggest movies internationally ever. I like Remember The Meg. Meg. I kind of like the Meg. Yeah. Did I like the Meg? Yeah. I actually don't remember. I don't know. I saw it. I don't think so. I don't yeah, think it was good. Yeah, maybe I didn't like the Meg. I'm um, just saying, Ruby Rose, they, they do have good cause for asking where is she because she really did fall off. Yes, but Ruby Rose also seemed to be miserable. You know, it was less of a, oh. it was falling oh. off. But remember, oh. she like, she says she quit she Batman because of, she said she quit Batwoman because, you know, of the way she was treated and on also the way that the, the suit made her sick. Like, I think that she kind of wanted a break. That's how I'm interpreting a lot of her career. Also, remember the one she threw french fries at the waiter at the restaurant? Oh, we course. were obsessed with that for a of while. Of course. Yeah. How mm-hmm. could I forget? Yeah, totally. totally. And then we have rapper Ruby Rose opens up about recently learning how to orgasm, colon, I shouldn't only be trying to please him. This Hell yeah. happened on Angela Yee's uh, podcast Lip Service, which has been getting more and more like exclusives and like aggregated stories. This is like mm-hmm. the new the new hot podcast. If you want to uh, subtly reveal something or like have a story about yourself, go viral. Is it? It's like the new talk. It's new, the new place that everyone's like. Yeah, I'm seeing it everywhere lately because she's getting a lot of good. She's getting yeah. a lot of good stories. Yeah, I think that also. I think that people really just like Angela and. Let's say you don't want to go on the yeah. Breakfast Club. Like maybe you have yeah. an issue with Charlemagne or something, which plenty of people have issues with Charlemagne. They're like, I just I love to Angela hang out too. With Angela. She owns yeah. my favorite coffee shop, Cup. <laughs> oh right, that's an Angela Yee uh, property. Great. Yeah. <laughs> So she went on the podcast and said, I just, I'm sure you'll play the clip. I just learned how to orgasm. It was by myself. And after that, I learned how to let it happen when I'm with other people. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Just like really completely like relax. Like I always am super in my head. Like, oh my God, does it even feel good? Is he enjoying it? So I just learned to fucking relax, let go and try to please. Like I shouldn't only be trying to please him, like make sure that it's feeling good to myself. So just really that. And, you know, is there a certain position that works better for you? Yes, ma'am. What? On top? On top. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she goes on Angela Yee's, Yee's podcast. She says this, but there's also this clip in it, which honestly really cracked me up. She was talking about this song that, God, who was it? Kevin Gates released a freestyle called Super General. And in it, <laughs> and in it, there is this line, Ruby Rose. I don't know if you're going to play gonna the re- clip or you're not. Really gonna re- you're really going to read this? Yeah, I'll read it. You're going to read this? Okay. Future Lindsay here. This is explicit. Like, more explicit than usual. So if you want to skip hearing Bobby say, like, eat my 
Yes or whatever. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. If you want to skip it, then just skip 15 seconds ahead. Ruby Rose with an eye. I can't wait to have your feet facing my ceiling with my tongue deep in your ass while I kiss all on your kitty. Put that deep dick in yo back and make you come all on this missile. Put your hands behind your back and smack your ass. I'm in your kidneys, okay? Oh my God, that's so beautiful. I'm in your kidneys. Put your hands behind your back and smack your ass. I'm in your kidneys. Angela Yee is like, so what did you think about this? And I'd be like, <laughs> stay away from my kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I thought it was fine. Like, she liked the song and she thought it was like funny. She was like, fortunately, the song was funny. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's, I mean, for a song that's... Okay, but part of me is like, yes, she handled this well. But part of me is like, what is she going to say? Like, it's kind of a gross situation we put in. Like, you kind of just have to be like, yeah, like, kind of like, leave me alone. Or just like, haha, you know, just laugh it off and kind of just be like, Ugh, you know, because you don't want to get, you don't want to like, ruffle any feathers but you also are like you know um also i think ruby rose with an i has now kind of outshone ruby rose with a y i mean i'm just saying when kevin gates said ruby rose i can't wait to have your feet face in my ceiling i didn't think ruby rose from the meg <laughs> i thought of ruby rose the musician mm -hmm, exactly you know yeah i think we have i think we have a new number one ruby rose in the country in the world i think so Sorry, right? Ruby. Sorry, Ruby with the no Y. One say, the other Ruby Rose, no one's saying, uh, you know, I'm in your kidneys. Anyways. <laughs> no, maybe somebody is, I don't know. Though. I mean, I don't know if that's a measure of, like, someone's popularity. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Also, please cut me singing the lyrics and just play the Too play bad. The please. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'll have you reading them oh my side God. by side with the, with the Mortifying. actual. Mortifying. <laughs> you wanted to read them. I said, you sure? <laughs> you took that psychopath test and you failed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in your kidneys. We have relationship news. A lot of them. A lot, Ugh, a lot of it. Of Jason Momoa and Asa this. Gonzalez split. Broke up after like one month. Months. I love the the people exclusive just says months. Jason Momoa and Asa Gonzalez break up after months of dating. They're quote very different people. Months means it was more than one, but not enough for us to really They're give very a shit. Different people. <laughs> Timmy says, me, when when someone asked me about Kaylee Kyoko and Kaylee Cuoco. <laughs> They're very funny. different people. I told you I finally watched Ambulance, right? She's good in it, but that movie sucks. I couldn't get past the first 25 minutes. The way that movie is shot is, uh, again, psychopathic. <laughs> Did you get sick? Like, it, that's a movie, that can make you vomit. It just looks, it looks insane. It just looks like, I don't know what it looks like. It looks like, um... It looks like the way that eating a Snickers bar for two hours in a row feels or something. Like, I felt, like, ill, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's very it's very sad. It's sort of like you're on the surface of the sun. It's very bright. Yeah, but it's like, you're like, ugh. You know, it's like too much. Yeah. It's weird. It's And everybody's doing their weirdest job. Like, everyone is doing the weirdest possibility of, a, of the character they're playing, yeah. you know? Yeah. A source told people, quote, the pair are hoping they might work it out. They love each other very much, having dated quietly for some time before it became public. They're in very different life stages. No offense, but like they dated for a few months. They don't have to love each other very much. No, like it's, it's fine. all right. Maybe the maybe the L word got thrown around too soon. Yeah. They were like, I don't want to do this anymore. Sadder. This is sadder. This was this after ten years, more than a decade. Huge loss for parenthood stands. Lauren Graham and Peter Krause have broken up. They played siblings on Parenthood and everyone said they're fucking. And now they're not They're not fucking anymore. They quietly ended their relationship last year, according to Lauren Graham's rep. The two actors met in 1995. However, the relationship didn't become romantic until nearly two decades later when they co-starred as siblings, Adam and Sarah Braverman, on Parenthood from 2010 to 2015. Yeah. Is that weird. a show worth revisiting? I never watched Parenthood? it. Parenthood? I could not tell you, but I absolutely loved it when it was on. Maybe we'll have an opportunity in the future to revisit it. Yeah. We got a divorce. Because that was a split. They were never married. Lauren and Peter were never married, right? We got a marriage. Mm -hmm. We got a divorce. Johnny Nixville, Johnny Nixville, Johnny Knoxville, and Naomi Nelson have filed for divorce. I don't have anything to say yeah, about this. Yeah, this did nothing for me. I was like, okay. 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 Aziz Ansari got married to a, a freaking forensic data scientist that I've never heard of. Named Incredible. Serena Scove Campbell. Whatever. Okay. Swedish forensic data scientist. My favorite thing about Serena Scove Campbell is that on her LinkedIn, which says Forensic Data Scientist, London, England, United Kingdom, her profile photo is what could only be described as a forensic data scientist. <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's the, giving smart. It's, <laughs> it's giving stock photo of forensic data scientist. It's, it's giving I Googled scientist. <laughs> <laughs>
It's giving a little bit of scammer vibes, no? But no, I'm sure that's her. But then her but then her banner photo behind is is giving cells? Is giving molecules? Oh my god. I'm sorry. The profile picture of her Instagram is even worse. It's giving goodwill hunting. She's like writing along She's like writing a long equation. But she also what I love about this is is it's also sort of sexy because it's like a profile. She's clearly like showing an angle that she's comfortable with. And the Instagram font that she uses is that like Unicode font that is like a deliberate okay. thing. Like she wants wow. it to be cool. Like she wants it's giving aesthetic is what I'll say. The funniest like, thing ever she is has a vibe. this write up of this funny thing ever is the write up of this wedding. Sources say the comic wed Campbell in front of around two hundred twenty people in a beautiful setting in the northern Italian region. We're told it wasn't a starry crowd, but the sound of metal actor Riz Ahmed was among the guests. Okay. Wow. Okay. Who did he it's marry? Not- his 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 girlfriend is like his wife is like giving author, right? It's giving smart. Oh, I love, She's also giving I love smart. his wife. Remember he met her at the at a uh, at a Green like, Grape Annex. Green Grape Annex. I was like, hey babe. And yeah. I was like, wow, my fantasy fulfilled. I hated that coffee shop and it's closed now, so Well you know. It it gave us this couple. Yeah, that's good. Who went to this wedding? I think that that's bullshit. Aziz has so many famous friends. It was starry. There's no way it wasn't starry. What do you mean? Right? It says it wasn't a starry crowd. Aziz has been famous for a very long time. There were a lot of famous people at this wedding. But right? don't you think out of everyone, page six would have would have noted who was there? They would have known? I think the only reason they're saying it's not a starry crowd is because there aren't photos. I think people were asked I have to a source be... that I could ask who I 100% know is at this wedding. And did they take photos? Probably not. I bet no, it was a pretty, know, pretty private ask... wedding. But I could ask them if if there was a star if it was a starry wedding is what I'm saying because Aziz they could confirm or deny because I think Aziz has been very delicately like trying to figure yeah. out how to be famous post you know the accusations made against him that he was like inappropriate to the woman that he asked on a date so like mm-hmm. I think he's in a very a place where he's like I'm towing this line of like how much do I want to give away you know like how much do I want to like be famous these days. The Hollywood agent who inspired Ari from Entourage married the girl who started Stoud clothing line, and they had a hooey wedding. Here's the thing. This is the opposite of this. This was covered in Vogue. It had multiple articles based about this wedding. It it, it had A-listers up the ass. You know, it was officiated by Larry David. It's like the opposite of the Aziz wedding. And it took place in Saint-Tropez. And, of course, this article in Vogue notes that a lot of the guests just hopped right over from Cannes. <laughs> They could easily fly out of the iconic festival's locale on the French Riviera, likely by private jet, before heading directly to the glamorous and equally iconic neighboring French Riviera resort town, Saint-Tropez, to watch the lovebirds die the knot. Um, this is funny also. It's always funny to me that Ari from Entourage was inspired by a guy named Ari. They didn't even mm-hmm. bother to change his name. His name is Ari Emanuel. And he's Rahm Emanuel's brother, right? Yes. He's sure. A uh, cousin? Cousin? Oh, brother. brother? Oh, brother. it is brother. Brother, is brother. Brother. Wow. brother, brother. Yeah, he's Ron Emanuel's brother. And he married Sarah Stoginger. Stoginger? Stoginger? I never know how to pronounce Stoud or Stowed. I was going to ask that. you. I was going to ask you. I love I know that clothing line. Well, I have a lot of their clothes. A lot. Stoudinger? I'd say Stoud. It's know. Stoud. I always say Stoud. Okay. Larry David served as the officiant and, of course, roasted both the bride and the groom during his remarks. Then the couple shared vows they'd written themselves. And finally, the moment of truth. Larry asked if anyone knew of a reason the couple shouldn't be joined in marriage. Quote, does anyone, in- does anyone here please object, he begged. Tyler Perry stepped up to the plate and faked an objection to the laughter of the crowd. Quote, it was really funny, Stout says. <laughs> Can't have a wedding without Tyler Perry, a bunch of comedians, without them doing some jokes. That's great though. Tyler Perry like yeah. object, fake objecting at your wedding. That's yeah, that's, that's top tier wedding wedding stuff. But it's funny because they had all of his friends, all of his like clients from like CEA Endeavor, but then she has friends too who are famous. So they mentioned those. It said Stout is likely to call some of the best DJs in the world her close friends. So the dance floor stayed full until the morning. Quote, Ross, who is one of my best friends, Harley Vieira Newton's husband started, and then Diplo, Sam French, Hank, and Trevor all followed. <laughs> Diplo was leading and everybody was taking, everyone was taking a song and then another song throughout the night. Later in the evening, Stout decided she wanted to throw her bouquet into the dance floor and DJ Hank Corson's girlfriend, Sarah Natov, caught it. It's like, what? Who? Me at my wedding, Frank, (laughs) Sam French, and Trevor. (laughs) Sam French, I actually know his name because he did a song with Rita Ora. Don't, one of the worst songs she's done. Is that the country one? 
Yeah. yeah but it was like song. EDM country. I hate that song. Um, this is great. And then, you know, she got like multiple Vogue write-ups because one was like about the behind the scenes of her dress, which of course was from her line. So it's, you know, not that crazy. It's not that crazy. We got an engagement. Perry Edwards. <laughs> Perry Edwards <laughs> from Little, Little Mix is engaged to a football player from Liverpool named Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Okay, they're engaged. Good. Nice. We like a win okay. for Little Mix. Okay. You yeah. Know? That's good. It makes sense they would, she's engaged to a footballer. I do feel like Little Mix, it's like they should all be engaged. They should all be wags. You know? Last night, the love yeah. of my knife, yeah. the love of my life got down on one knee and I said, yes. If you can't be a solo artist, you better be a wag, you know? <laughs> the top comment is Sarah Pinnock. Congratulations, beautiful. So happy for you guys. Yeah, we went to the other Little Mixers. Meanwhile, yeah, Jesse Nelson's album is not out. <laughs> we don't know where it is. It's nowhere to be found. It's missing in action. Jesse Nelson album. She re- didn't she recently have to release a statement that was like, it's, you know, it's pretty much, it's like, it's almost, it's coming. Like, don't worry about it. Oh, here it is. Jesse Nelson debut solo album is, quote, not being scrapped as she hits back at claims. So people were starting rumors that the album was not going to come out. And she says, in recent months, Jesse has been in the studio recording in Los Angeles, developing her body of work for a whole series of tracks, and fans can rest assured they can expect to hear new music from Jesse very soon. Fans are waiting for solo albums from the rest of Little Mix, more like. You know what I mean? Now mm-hmm. that they're actually broken up, no one's like, oh, Jesse Nelson, what will she do? Everyone's like, let's talk about the other girls. Meanwhile, Normani is like, uh... <laughs> Hello? I gotta, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Normani's not even in Little Mix. No, I know. I'm just thinking of uh, <laughs> newly solo artists from girl groups. Normani's like, gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> what? What? Oh Did someone God. call my name? I gotta. What What could she possibly like, be waiting I, for? I was, I was laughing because I, I kept thinking, you know, when all those artists were complaining that their labels wouldn't release their songs unless they did a TikTok. That uh-huh. was like the whole thing. And then everybody was like, wah, wah. I was thinking of Normani yeah. being like, <laughs> and I just won't release it at all. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Stepped out. So we had some splits, some engagements, and now we have stepped out. Calvin Klein and his boyfriend, Kevin Baker. Calvin Klein and longtime boyfriend, Kevin Baker, step out for a rare lunch date in West Hollywood. We just rarely see them, so it's news. I just thought you would enjoy that. I, I just did thought enjoy you would enjoy that. that. They stepped out for a rare date. The, the 79-year-old fashion designer <laughs> and 34-year-old model made their way through the parking lot after grabbing lunch at Morrow's Cafe on a Sunday afternoon in West Hollywood. Isn't that half of what life is in, is in Los Angeles? You're making your way to the parking lot after Truly, lunch. <laughs> honestly, that's that's how they get you stepping out. For their outing, Calvin sported a gray shirt, jeans, and aviator sunglasses, while Kevin wore an olive green colored shirt and tan trousers. They made their first appearance together in 2016 when they walked the red carpet at the Ballet Theater's gala. The two of them have never publicly addressed their relationship, but there have been reports about their romance. The last time Calvin and Kevin were spotted together was at the same restaurant in 2021. Each sentence is more like, ugh, than the last, you know? <laughs> Calvin and Kevin is also funny. Calvin and Kevin? Swear to God. Okay, so in these like photos, the in these photos, yeah. <laughs> Kevin is holding, tell me what you think that is, because... <laughs> A bottle of Perrier? No. The other thing that's in his hand that looks like a tote, but it isn't. Because I thought it was a tote, and then I realized it's not. It's like a block? Like a foam block or something? I what think it's it, a, a foam. I think it's a foam seating pad for Calvin. Stop. <laughs> to make no, his seats not. more comfortable. That's, that's definitely so nice. something you put on a chair to be more comfortable. That's so and nice. And isn't that sweet? Okay. We have a sparking dating rumors. Exclusive photos in page hate six. This. Camila Cabello sparks dating rumors with Locks Club CEO Austin Kevich. Not me literally thinking I it was a place to like. buy smoked fish. I thought it was like a smoked fish subscription service. It's You're not. telling me that Camila Cabello is rumored to be dating a guy that owns a dating app for Jewish people. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> An exclu- sorry, a- sorry, an exclusive app for Jewish people. Exclusive <laughs> dating app for Jewish people. We have to pay. To it's been dubbed it. quote the Jewish Raya. The Havana songstress 25 was spotted out in Los Angeles Wednesday night with Austin Kovic, the 30-year-old CEO of a dating app called Logs Club, which has been dubbed the Jewish Raya. It seems the former Fifth Harmony member and dating app founder may have met through Cabello's Cinderella co-star, Nicholas Galitizin. They didn't meet on J-Date, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Two famous people have invested in, um, among all other people, I I assume, but two very famous people have invested in uh, Logs Club, and they are Lil Yachty and Bad Baby. So Bad Baby has faith in Logs Club. 
Meanwhile, we have a new version of a mystery woman, which is Shaquille O'Neal pays tab for entire restaurant after date with mystery woman, and Shaquille O'Neal's mystery date says it was, quote, a business meeting. So after getting, after getting the mystery woman uh, treatment, he told them, no, it was a business meeting, and uh, I'm still not going to tell you who this woman is. Uh, yeah, well, he still paid for the 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 best part is he paid for the entire restaurant. That's, That's nice. so nice. Who cares who he was with? It's really nice. Maybe did did he said it was a business meeting. And lastly, I don't engage in gossip stories. <laughs> okay, that is true. You don't really see him in the uh, in the tabloids much for being as uh, um, famous as he is. You definitely did when he dated what's her face from Rock of Love or Flavor of Love. Oh, that's true. It's he been like a while, though. He married her, too. He definitely was go- in the gossip realm when that was a thing. So is this the woman that they have decided that it is? I think this is who people think the mystery one was, but I'm there's saying, no confirmation. If it's a business uh, meaning prove it. What's the business? You know, show us the business. She is the creator formulator of Kin Essentials Cosmetics, and she is more than excited to share her secrets with you. My ultimate goal mm. is to empower all individuals to embrace to embrace their natural you, embrace the natural you with K I N, and keep it natural. Keep it. Okay, I'm natural. bored. Okay, I'm bored. Let's too. move on. I'm really confused about what's going on here. I feel out of my mind. I feel out of my Literally, mind. Literally, there were like confirmed stories like dating back years sourced up just everything people were saying Demi Moore has a girlfriend and has for a while mm-hmm. and it was like 100% positive and then all of a sudden Demi Moore 59 goes Instagram official with chef boyfriend Daniel Hum 46 in loved up snaps from Paris so now she has a chef boyfriend what happened to the girlfriend what is going on here okay so I had to revisit why we all started to assume that Demi Moore had a girlfriend, a long-term girlfriend, a girlfriend of nine years, because a woman named Masha Menzuka Instagrammed a photo of Demi Moore on her birthday last year and said, happy birthday to you, beautiful angel at Demi Moore. So grateful for nine years of you. But then then people were saying, oh, we've been knowing this. We knew, we've known this for a while. The lesbians were like, I fucking knew. And I believe the lesbians because I believe lesbians. But apparently this was not a romantic relationship it's just a friendship, a partnership, a something. I don't, or I don't know. I'm so because, confused. Or if it is a romantic relationship, the only one that she cares about talking about publicly is with this man. See, they're like there are actually many options as to what is going on. You're here. right. It's not doesn't have to be straightforward. No, it can be many things, but it is confusing. Is what I'm saying. But the thing is, she's never Instagrammed with Masha the way that she Instagrams with this dude named Daniel Hum. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, No, she never posted anything about it. She never posted like... loved up pics with Masha. She's posting loved up pics with Daniel. Mm-hmm. Loved up snaps, mm-hmm. excuse me. They call them loved mm-hmm. up snaps. Weird. It's just like... It's so disappointing when you think that there's going to be some, like, wonderful, like, coming out story, like, living your queer best life. Like, look at this fantasy. And then she's like, just kidding. I married this dude named Daniel. And we went to, like, where did we go? Mm. To a tennis game together. If it makes her happy. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this Rita's woman? Rita's up to kind of the same old shit. We're kind of back to normal Rita this week. Back to, back to normal. She's like maybe engaged. Well, we, we never we've got already done that. We never got confirmation, but now we're just we doing... We never got confirmation. We're doing the standard stuff like Rita Ora shows off her incredible figure in form-fitting black gown with a traumatic thigh-high split as she prepares for a glitzy event in Madrid. We're kind of still waiting around for confirmation, mm-hmm. and she's just going to continue. She just is continuing her life, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She showed off her dance moves in another boot, in an underboot flashing crop top as she indulged in a sheet mask for a fun TikTok. I got to say, Rita Ora's TikToks are not fun. They're not very good. She's not really good at it. No, but she does do them. She does them, but they're not great. Like, it's not you fun. You know what I mean? That's, that's more than a lot of artists can say, right? Yeah. She still does them kind of weirdly naturally, but they're not good. But there is something about them that doesn't feel forced. Like she is enjoying herself when she does them. They're relatable because you can tell that she's like not willing to put in the effort to like learn how to do a like an intricate TikTok. She's like, no, I will just like do a quick little dance and push upload, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. write some sort of inscrutable caption. Rita Ora sports face jewels and wows in busty top as she celebrates new single with sultry snaps. The single's not good. It's the old single. It's the single we already talked about. Isn't this the, uh, this is the, uh, 
The Diane Lane one? Diane Lane one. The Diane Warren one? Oh, I'm wrong. We haven't heard this one. The Which single one? comes out on June 22nd. It's called What's Barricades. And she says, Barricades with Netsky official out June 22nd. Get ready to rave. I'm okay. I'm ready to rave. I'm we're moved we're I'm moving on rave. from that from that other song, that flop of a song. We have to move on. I'm ready to rave. I thought Let's that this rave. was the Diane Warren one. That song sucked. I'm ready to rave. God, I'm so ready to rave. We also saw a trailer for the new Kung Fu Panda that she's in. Who is she, Wandering Blade? She's a no-nonsense English knight named Wandering Blade. We've talked about that. There's a trailer? Yeah, there's a trailer. Uh, Paul, are you expecting company? My name is Luthera the Wandering Blade, Knight of England. I'm looking for the Dragon Master. That would be me. You. Title pending, so. That was her, Wandering Blade. She kept her British accent. Yeah, I hear she, that. She can, she's an English bear. Paddington better watch his ass. She also sang Kate Bush running up that hill at a private gala for Cartier. And you got to hear this. It sounds pretty good. Come on, baby. Come on, darling. Let me steal this moment from now. Come on, angel. Come on, come on, darling. So thank you for listening to another episode of Weekly. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, Who's There? Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and assisting. Um, Support us on Patreon.com slash WhoWeekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, and more. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Yeah, 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 they wanna know.